our last run of the camp. We're headed to Arizona tomorrow. So I need to get this run done so I can go get my back up. Some inclines are like this. I'm your way, I don't care. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I like that, I like the best way. Everybody who runs it. Alright, let's go. What's up? We're running to the top and we time it every time we've had. You know, his best time was 15.08. I hope we hit that today because it is a little windy when you get around these corners. So we'll see how he does. It's the last run of the camp. It's always been hill runs. We always do that. We always challenge his legs and it's a great way to finish up on Saturdays. And uh, that way he's not gonna get injured when his body's tired from the week. That sucks. I got close. I think I beat it. You beat it by almost 40 seconds, 45 seconds. You got a new goal for next camp. No, it's a bad goal. That's a bad goal. Life has been very isolated. I didn't take any time. I didn't take a vacation. Perfect. I'm too old for that. This is uh, the last hurrah, so I'm taking no shortcuts. I'm trying to get knockouts. Um, that's the quickest way out of the octagon. I get paid by fights, not by minutes, so quicker I can get out of there, the safer I should be. He got dropped versus Chandler, he got dropped versus Poirier. Once I create that damage, I'm gonna continue to be methodical, patient, and dangerous the whole time. It's a good workout, huh? <laughs> if you put it upside down, it makes you look like a bird. I don't know why. Yep, see? Something about it, right? It must be the way the bird, bird's eyes are done. You gotta go like this. Come on, yeah. See? <laughs> you gotta show the people at home, dude. One of the, one of the best dad jokes of all time. <laughs> it's no secret since I came into the UFC, I've been shot out of a cannon, you know? And that's what I asked for. I, I didn't want to tiptoe outside the top 10. I wanted to come in right away fight the biggest names on the biggest stages with the biggest implications on the line. And man, it's just been fun. And it's a constant progression of growing, growing the platform, growing the intrigue, growing the, uh, the status amongst lightweights. And this fight's no different. I think Tony Ferguson's a perfect opponent. He's a scary opponent. He's an unpredictable opponent. So. Go out there, put on a perfect, perfect performance, a fun performance, a dominant performance against Tony Ferguson. I think it puts me right back in the title talks. There's not an MMA fan alive that doesn't want to see me rematch Justin Gaethje or Charles Oliveira, so one of those guys is going to have the title. And uh, I just want to get better. We're all born on this earth with an immense amount of potential, but it's up to us to actually reach that potential. And I feel like I'm still scratching the surface. I think I got a lot left to do. And I think the next step is Tony Ferguson, May 7th. And can't wait to go out there and perform. Just laid out my clothes. Um, and we're getting ready to go to Arizona. So I think each time gets better, more and more content, more like this. Okay, I know how to do it now, you know? Yeah, when they say it's like a short window of opportunity, it's like, it is and it isn't. Like it is because it just flies by, but I've been doing this my whole life. So it's also like, <laughs> it's like the longest window ever. When I recall certain memories or journeys that we've kind of gone on, it does feel like, wow, that was a lot of <laughs>
but uh, yeah, it's all cool. Yeah. When I first got this one, I was gonna put it in my bedroom, and then I was like, man, I don't want that energy in my, like when I first just wake up in the morning. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever been like that, like, like charged up, like, and I don't know, I'm facing off with an opponent, so that was cool. Now you just remember like right before, like we split ways or whatever, like she kept going closer, 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 then all of a sudden her little nose just touched my nose. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and yeah, then that was it. But then this one was after the second Andrade fight. I won, but definitely came out of that fight, you know, with some, with some scars. So yeah, I had to earn that one. What day are you going to Arizona? Uh, May 6th, uh, no, uh, the 6th. You got tickets? Yeah. yeah. It'll be a crazy show. No other sporting event you'll ever go to. They say when you get a haircut on this TV show, that you, it's bad luck and you lose. What? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't believe that. <laughs> I think she'll be fine. I know you'll be fine. I have yeah. a feeling that this does not affect 25 minutes in time. When I walk out, I'm coming out to a Mexican song, like a Mexican mariachi band. Oh yeah? It's gonna be dope. My tata, my mom's dad used to, that was his favorite song. He would sing it, I got videos on my phone of him singing it, like a couple months before he passed away. He's the most famous mariachi singer in the history of Mexico. And the song's called The King. And I'm about to be the king, so I think it works perfect. Better win this next fight, I got money on it. I got a lot more than you on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look good, feel good, play good. This is the arch that my fiance is making for our wedding. Technically, it's like a hexagon. <laughs> so not an, not an octagon, no trademarks. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I just thought it was super cool and like kind of felt like a little bit like fighter-esque. So I thought that was like a cool touch for our wedding. The wedding is going to be exactly one week after the fight, so it's gonna be the following Saturday, which is wild, but what are you gonna do? You know, that's life sometimes, so I decided to keep the wedding when I found out about the fight, and... Hello, have an appointment for Carla? It's a little bit hard to have a bachelorette party because you can't drink and grub and just eat whatever you want, um, but my one ask from my girlfriends was, I'm like, whatever you do, I just need this penis cake. <laughs> so they did a good job of that. It was pretty hilarious. To be fighting the same person for the title, it's wild. Going back to our Ultimate Fighter season, you know, a lot of the people from the show aren't, some aren't even fighting anymore. Like some have retired, some are no longer with the UFC. So it's crazy that we're, not only are we both still here, but we're like fighting for the title and you know, just it brings back a lot of memories of the first time. There's a, yeah, there's just so many similarities. Even uh, Oliveira's headlining this card and he headlined the card when we fought the first time. So I thought that was really cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
It is uh, Sunday afternoon right now, so I'm uh, going to get another workout in tonight. Workout in the morning at the gym, and then I fly out tomorrow evening to Phoenix and then start the UFC fight week uh, shenanigans, which are always fun. Now we can do some deliberate heat exposure in the sauna. This is my office. Educate. You will also start sweating. That sweating response is initiated not by the hot day or the hot sun, but by the pre-optic area neurons. Doing some deliberate heat exposure while learning about deliberate heat exposure. I've uh, been an athlete now for a very long time. My body has lasted a long time because I'm interested in human optimization. 30th fight though, so it's a pretty good, uh, that's a milestone. A lot of guys don't make it to 30 fights, um, especially fighting at the level that I am, so I feel truly blessed to be 36, getting my 30th fight in underneath the UFC banner on the UFC platform on a huge card in Phoenix, and life is good, man, can't wait.